What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's up? It's Johnny King. Hey, man. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Becoming Kings podcast. And, you know, it's interesting as, as you know, as we've all been through various relationships, some better than others, of course. Um, it's it's interesting to me because I do feel like a lot of people, and don't get me wrong, I've, I've fallen for this myself for a, a you know, long, large portion of my own life. But uh, I think... You know, traditionally speaking, the success of relationships is often based off of longevity. But, but that's not really true. I mean, meaning like we we put so much stock on like, oh, they they celebrated their fiftieth wedding anniversary. Like, oh my gosh, they they were together for seventy five years. And <clears throat> you know what? At the end of the day, though, I would so much rather take quality over quantity because I know far more relationships where they've been together for a long time but miserable for the vast majority of it Um, or maybe like the first year or two was good and then something shifted and the last 20 years or 30 years have been uh, like they're just roommates you know what I mean so why is that the case? I think that's that's what we need to to kind of drill into, and that's what this episode is is about. Uh, and that for me is is just really kind of getting clear about, you know, the purpose of relationships, because I I've been checking out this uh, this relationship course by my coach Christine Hasler and her husband Stephanos, and it's really really powerful. Um, and what I love about something that she said is that she used to be really, really, um, just really hard on herself. Just a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, um, just a lot of judgment about her past, quote unquote, failings. And a lot of the work that she had to do with her relationships, because she she said that she was engaged once and then she she or he called it off. And then she was married as well and, and got a divorce. And so she had just a lot of baggage going into her, uh, throughout her 30s, uh, before she met Stephanos, uh, just feeling like she was, um, you know, uh, a hot mess, or uh, <laughs> what's the word, um, just kind of like broken in that sense. <clears throat> and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll relate to that in many ways, feeling like, you know, it's been almost, gosh, how long has it been? Um, has it been 12 years maybe? I'm losing track of how long it's been since since my divorce. Um, and you know what I really realized is that I got into my, my marriage and my relationship as a very, 
I don't love the word broken. I don't feel like any of us are really broken, but I was a very kind of like codependent, insecure, people-pleasing, yes-man, passionless uh, wannabe. And I don't say that again like like beating myself up, but that's, that's really how I, I was faking it, attempting to make it as a husband. And uh, it, it really caught up to me pretty quickly. Um, but I didn't have a whole lot of mentorship. I didn't have a lot of good male role models uh, growing up. And, and quite frankly, there's still not that many out there. Um, I have a lot of friends and family and or extended family uh, or friends of friends who I see are in uh, relationships that are safe, but they're not pa- <clears throat> excuse me passionate. They are um, they are working relationships, but again, there's not a ton of chemistry, and uh, and there's a lot that I know where uh, I've spoken to either either friends have told me you know point blank or they've alluded to the fact that they think they they married the wrong person, <laughs> uh, and it's and it's sad. And so, and yet, again, we we base so much of our kind of success in relationship based off of longevity. Like, oh, we made it twenty years, thirty years. Like, that's 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 the wrong uh, measuring stick in which to gauge success, right? And as I'm going through this this relationship course with Christine and Steph, um, they talk about five different relationship types that I actually talk about in a different podcast. So if you want to like actually drill into those, you can go back and and listen to that podcast but in quick review these are the five different types of relationships you have your issue-based relationships where pretty much you're constantly just triggering each other and your your issues from your past are are coming up to the surface Uh, you have your compatibility relationships where it's like you're dating yourself and it's super easy there's not a whole lot of stress but there's also not much polarity or uh, you know attraction the third one is your journey journey mate relationship where it comes with an expiration date. It, it's, it's, it's there to serve as a, a, an igniter of something in your life, whether it be your creativity or your sexuality. Um, it really is there to help us through our, our woundings, if you will. Uh, the fourth one is your are your fantasy based relationships where we fall in love with someone's potential, right? <laughs> and uh, hey, Hey, stop that. My dog is chasing his tail. <laughs> um, and, uh, and making some noise in the background. That's what this podcast is all about. Real life, right? And so the, the fantasy-based relationship is where we, a lot of times, we project or we superimpose what we really dream of and desire in our lives in, in this relationship onto someone that really isn't that. <laughs> and, and we tried to, to make them out to be something that they're not. And then lastly, which is what we really need to be aiming for, it's the side-by-side partnership where you have two people who are happy interdependently of each other. They're happy because they're just happy people and uh, they feel safe with each other. And there's a deep foundation of trust which helps continually deepen uh, the intimacy. And there's no doubting. 
you know, I've been in relationships where I just constantly was questioning and doubting the relationship. And, uh, and in a side-by-side partnership, that's just not the case. <clears throat> Excuse me. Tickled my throat. So ultimately what Christine and Steph go on to tell uh, that I learned in this, in this relationship course, I think is really, really good to remember is that, you know, unless you are someone who, you know, married your high school sweetheart or you didn't have a whole lot of dating experiences and you just found someone and you immediately got married um, I know of those relationships and again they some of them they work they work quote unquote really well and yet I don't see a whole lot of actual like deepening of intimacy and passion and depth and risk taking and uh, and growing like it's not evolving you know it's just like alright well this is just how it is and you know we're gonna raise the kiddos and and that sort of thing um and so I think that's that's what I like of what Christine and Steph said in the program is that we need to experience all of those other types of relationships. The relationships of issues and compatibility and the journey mate and the fantasy-based relationships. We have to experience all those in order to support us in evolving as human beings and evolving into greater depths of intimacy. And again, I can speak to that myself. I have I have learned so much. Some of my greatest teachers have been some of my my exes, and those relationships have taught me so much about myself. Um, and so, there's all those other types of relationships, um, and and with some of them designed to have an expiration date, so that we can evolve, <laughs> so that we can move forward and to grow um and and quite frankly as christine and steph eloquently put it those are all successful relationships as long as you learn and evolve through them so it's only a a failing relationship if you fail to learn and to take away uh something from from each relationship from each teacher and that, that was definitely something that she told me about my, my previous, most recent uh, relationship. She's like, Johnny, your girlfriend is your greatest teacher right now. And I really started to look at it through that lens of like, oh my gosh, like she's triggering me. She's bringing up these things that have to be resolved. They have to be confronted. They have to be overcome and healed. Otherwise, I'm just going to continue to repeat these patterns just with different women the rest of my life, um, if I truly, truly want to have a ridiculously amazing relationship, which I do, which is why I'm doing the work and why I have not yet settled. But I can also, <laughs> I can often hear like, you know, I make this up in my head, but I, I, I make up like hearing all of my friends gossiping about me and, and you know, behind my back, you know, to their spouses, like, gosh, why is, what's wrong with him? Why? Why is he not settled down after all these years? It's 12 years still, and he's still, quote, unquote, looking. He's so picky. He's looking for perfection. He's, you know, I don't know what they're really saying. They could all be saying nothing at all. Um, But I, I really do feel extremely poised and confident because every single relationship that I've been in, I evolve 
and this this most recent relationship that I was in, I have not grown more uh, during a relationship than I did in that last relationship. And so I remember um, shortly after we broke up, um, I was thinking to myself, I would rather continue to grow and evolve at that trajectory <laughs> than to settle for a relationship that is quote-unquote safe or good enough only to have children in that relationship who bear the brunt of you know my, my lack of courage uh, or willingness to set a higher standard for the relationship that I ultimately want. So <clears throat> that's why I say ultimately at the end of the day, it's really more about quality of years and time spent over quantity of time spent. Because if, if you are, um, if you're not learning, if you're not taking responsibility, if you're constantly pointing fingers and, and blaming uh, your exes or whomever you're in relationship with, then then you're being a victim. And Stephanos in the, in the training said something very, very uh, pretty powerful. He said, if you believe that you're a victim, you'll need a perpetrator in your life to reinforce the belief of being a victim. So that means you will attract and create more scenarios that place you as a victim and inevitably require a perpetrator. That's why like, I talk to people and like, well, what are you looking for? And they're like, oh, I know what I'm not looking for. And yet they find themselves continuing to date and continue to stumble into relationships or marriages with the wrong person. So for what it's worth, I think it's really, really powerful that you continue doing the work and whether you jump into a program like my coaches with Christine and Steph's, um, there's so many good, you know, we're just at this age where, again, we have the, the, the age of information. There's so many things available to you virtually, uh, including this podcast, that are low or no cost that you can learn to uh, learn from so that you can continue to evolve and uh, pour into yourself. So, anyways, hope that's helpful. Um, certainly it is, is, is for me to continue to think about, okay, I did not fail this relationship. I didn't fail at all these relationships. In fact, all of these relationships continue to be, um, it's like a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like uh, proving grounds or, no, it's not. Like a Petri dish in, in a laboratory. It's like you continue, you, you will have to continue to like learn uh, or, or go through some of the things unless you're willing to learn and evolve and uh and and to grow you know what i mean otherwise you're just going to keep butting your head up against the the same wall until you bring on uh you know maybe an even bigger belief that will either i mean i feel like beliefs either close us down or they leave us open you know but if you have a belief that like men are unsafe all men are unsafe or all the good men are taken uh or all the good women are taken or uh you know Whatever it is, you're, you're, you're broken. Or if, when we take on some of those bigger beliefs that, you know, take, take us out of being responsible for our own uh, lives and creating what it is that we ultimately want, you give away your power to being the victim, you know, and your belief is bigger than your, your power to, to, 
to manifest whatever you want. And that's what I want to keep you focused on is, is you handling your shit, healing, um, dealing with your woundedness, staying open, letting go of uh, limiting beliefs that keep you, like I said, safe or in control is ultimately not serving the world but allowing you to continue to play small. And uh, as long as you're a listener or a participant in <laughs> in the Becoming Kings movement, if you will, the brotherhood of men, the meaning of men, uh, I'm not going to let you settle for that. So anyways, we'd love to have you uh, hit me up. Let me know if this resonates or if you disagree. I'm always open to, to good constructive criticism or feedback. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you on the next one. Talk soon. Cheers. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend, or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at johnnyking and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash johnnykingmenscoach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.